Hi, I'm Amanda, and today The Vocalist magazine has the pleasure of sitting down with the Q Lights. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. So tell me a bit about how your band first started. Um, we got together about, what, five years ago now? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we'd all met each other through different projects, and we all do different things in music, and we sort of wanted to get together and play soul music, classic soul music and R&B, and... Uh, just started as a little thing for us to be able to do that and play together and uh yeah and then as we progressed we played a bunch of gigs wrote some tunes and put out our record yeah okay and how did you guys meet each other five years ago well we all met each other at different times okay. different places josh and i have known each other for well over 10 years and uh simon who's not here today also uh has been a friend of mine for a long time and he and joel were friends so, I guess Simon, in a way, was the uh, puppet master. The, the, he brought us all together. Yeah. Okay, great. So now I want to dig a little bit deeper. Tell me about your personal experience with music, even if you have to bring me back to your childhood. How did it come to be your um, your source, your drive? That's a complicated question, <laughs> and I think we'll get varied answers. Anyways, for me, I, my, my mother's a musician. I was brought up playing music, as, were, was, as was my whole family. Um, I actually kind of really disliked music until uh, I switched to the bass when I was 16, and then, and then that's really all I cared about from that point on. And uh, one of the things I liked most about bass was that it was very versatile. I could play any kind of music, you know, rock, jazz, classical, anything. And with electric bass, very, very quickly, as soon as I discovered like funk and soul music, I, that was my favorite music to play. So playing in a project like, like this was basically a dream come true. Yeah. Um, and I just started playing when I was a kid. Uh, when I was about 12, I started playing gigs and playing blues and sitting in with, with guys in Toronto where I grew up. And uh, I just loved it. And that's, that's sort of been... Wow, 12, that's an early start. Yeah, it was great. I mean, my dad was super supportive. My parents don't play, but he'd drive me around to go sit in with people, and uh, that's that's sort of where I learned, and then just, just on stage. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, I've been lucky enough to be able to do it ever since. Um, I don't know. Music is just something that I was always drawn to, and when I was a kid, I'd have my cassettes and my Walkman, and really enjoyed putting on my headphones and, you know, tripping out to whatever music I was listening to at the time. And it was fun because then, you know, it could be like one month I was really into Alanis, and then the next month was like Public Enemy, and then the next month was C&C Music Factory. There was really no, like, no inhibitions about okay, what, no what kind of music that... And some of that music, I, well, Public Enemy, namely, I still really enjoy today. Alanis maybe a little less so, but but it was just really you know an exciting thing. And then a little later on, I started playing the drums, and okay. also feel you know very fortunate to still be able to to do it all those years later. Okay, great, wonderful. So some of your potential fans might be tuning in. How would you describe your music to people who have yet to hear it? Um, I'd say there would be parts of it that are recognizable to fans of old soul music stacks and motown and you know in some of the grooves and some of the playing and some of the sounds are a little more modern uh a little bit hip-hoppy in the production um 
But I mean, our influences are really all over the place. There's like some West Indian kind of influences a little bit, and uh, you know, and surf music and garage music. Um, and then there's beautiful string arrangements and horn arrangements on the record that are just sort of classic. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. So, are there any uh, particular artists that you guys look to for inspiration? Any names that stand out to you guys, either personally or as a band? Um, as a band, I'd say that we're pretty heavily influenced by Booker T and the MGs, as well as the, all the classics like James Brown and Curtis Mayfield. Um, and then, like, um, who else? I'm kind of drawing some blanks now. But all, all like, the, the soul greats, they're, they're the ones. We learn their music, we, we learn the tunes, we learn how they play it. And then we try and play it like that, and then we put our own take on it. So, so basically, we draw on all of that music as inspiration. Cool. Yeah. So you guys have uh, a debut album out. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that experience of making your album. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was produced by our friend uh, Warren Spicer, um, who who plays in the band Plants and Animals, and uh, we did it in Montreal at a great studio here called Mix Art. So we'd been working on the tunes for a while. We wrote the tunes. We sort of write the tunes collaboratively and then arrange them together, um, workshop them and played them live, and then we were ready to go record it. So most of the record we just set up in a big room, played all together, and then uh, I put my vocals on after, and we did our string and horn arrangements. Um, but it was really pretty, pretty easy. We just set up and played the songs and... Tried not to think about it too much, you know. It took a long time, though. It, it was from writing the music to when we actually released this, the album was over over two years. Wow. Yeah, it was a it was a long process. Probably just the recording part took a year. Yeah. Yes, but the th it was funny because we did eighty percent of the recording in five days. Yeah. I think we recorded in December, and then somehow we didn't revisit the tracks until August, okay. which is was just a product of, of life and people, some of us went away on tour with other bands and just people were busy. So mm -hmm. it kind of laid dormant for half a year. Okay. And then, and then when we, you know, we dug it all out again, we were pleased to, uh, to find that it, it still sounded good. And then, <laughs> no. So then Josh did his vocals and, um, and then like he said, we added, the bells and whistles, and it uh, just kind of brought it all together. So it did take a long time, but it, it wasn't like a continued effort through all okay. that time. It was more that things came up, and yeah. in due time, it, the record was produced. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So I want to know what drives your lyrics. Um, I wrote, the way we write the lyrics, usually I write a, some of the lyrics, and unfortunately Simon, the guy who isn't here today, he writes most of the lyrics. Um, <laughs> So I can speculate, but I, I think I think all the tunes are really pretty personal. Uh, I mean, when I think about the themes, it's like classic soul music stuff, love and relationships and heartbreak. And, um, and then there's, yeah, I'd say so. And also just, there's some just good time songs on the record too, like party tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Those must be fun to perform. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're all fun to perform, really. Um, in, in soul music, a lot of times, not to say that the lyrics aren't important, but what, what's exciting about that music is, is just getting this feeling across. Right. 
especially in a live situation. Okay, so how do you manage to get that feeling across? Well, I think drawing from personal experience to write the lyrics probably helps Josh as a singer kind of uh, get behind what he's singing. But uh, but there's just something exciting about being on stage mm -hmm. for me and playing with these guys. And, you know, I think we're all looking for the same kind of feeling on stage. So I think it just happens naturally where we try to make it happen. Okay. Yeah, and I think I'm, I'm the singer in the band, and it's kind of been a cool process because you're... I'm used to either singing other people's songs or singing my own songs. And when you sing covers and other people's songs, you have to find something in it that you can relate to and you can uh, feel or get behind or understand or communicate, even if it's not the intention of the like original songwriter. You know, So because I only write some of the lyrics in this band, I've had to look at the lyrics that Simon writes and find out kind of either ask him what they're about or, if, you know, put my own spin on them and find something that I can relate to so that when I sing them, it's going to be effective to people, you know? that genuine. Yeah, okay. genuine in, in my way, whether it's necessarily his intention or whatever, but so that I can feel it, so that I can put something across with it, you know? Okay, great. So tell me a bit about the Montreal music scene. What is it like? It's great. It's hard. It's, uh, um, no, I mean, there's really, the only thing about Montreal is there really isn't a lot of places to play, but there's a great scene here. I mean, it's, it's a fairly small world and everyone, like all of us, the reason our record took so long is we all play with a ton of different projects and tour and, um, all different kinds of music. So there's lots of great musicians in the city. Um, but to make a living at it, you pretty much have to go away to 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 make your living, you know. Yeah. So we we all do a lot of touring with different things, and um, but the local scene around town, there's just great people doing stuff, you know. So talk to me about these different projects. Um, Joel, you want to go first? Um, uh, okay, sure. Well, um, I play in ton of ton of different styles of groups um anywhere from pop to world music to 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 jazz i i write a lot of jazz based material and and perform with my own group i um i'm kind of heavily immersed in like the 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 world scene especially the jewish music scene i'm um what else do i do i um we have a country band together <laughs> Um, yeah, basically this, it's really nice because to me, it's really interesting because in Montreal, I find a lot of musicians are very, very versatile, which you don't always find elsewhere. And so even across, um, these many genres that I play in, there's many other people that I, that I play in a lot of these groups with as well that are also as versatile and it's, and it's really, I find it really, really cool. It's yeah, really pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do different stuff. I play um, with some country artists in Montreal. I play with some kind of indie rock projects and tour with stuff like that. It's it's really all over the map. Yeah. And the same thing with a lot of the same people in totally different contexts, you know? 
Well, I think the country band is actually a pretty interesting. Um, it sort of exemplifies what Joel and Josh are talking about. The singer of that band plays classical bass in the Montreal Symphony Orchestra. Mm. All of the key lights are in this country band. The fiddle player is a phenomenal improviser who plays a lot of free music, but also a lot of bluegrass music. There is a pedal steel player in the band who is part of the Patrick Watson band. So tons of musicians who are just really passionate about playing music and that can take many shapes and forms. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. That band's called The Firemen. If anyone's uh, looking around online, check out The Firemen. Andrew Horton, best singer in town. So um, to any aspiring musicians that might be watching, what's your best advice to them? Just keep doing it and keep having fun because there's so much other stuff around music that doesn't have anything to do with the actual music, you know, like uh, getting together your business stuff or all this stuff that seems to be important. I think having your instrument in your hand or singing or whatever, as long as you're doing that and liking it, that's the most important thing, I think. Any, anybody else have anything? I'd agree with that, but I, it's, music is, especially if you want to get, take it to a high level, there's, I, I feel like there's this redundancy about it where you have to take it really seriously, but you can't take it seriously at all. It's a, it's a really weird thing. Um, so, you, I mean, it requires hours and hours of practice and everything, but the only reason that you're doing all this practicing is because you want to have fun. <laughs> so you have to have a balance, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay. So, and you concur? Anything yeah. I, well, I think for me, and it's echoing what what Josh just said, but uh, just kind of stick with it, because mm -hmm. a lot of people, you reach a certain age where you feel like you need to kind of, uh, you know, get your things together and, and be more serious about about life and whatnot. Okay. But I think if you just, if you're passionate about music and you work hard at it and you just keep doing it, and if you're an honest person and you know, and how you relate with people, sooner or later, something's gonna happen. Great, that's very encouraging advice. So let's talk a bit about the future. Where do you guys see yourself in two years time? Um, well, the last little while for us has been, I mean, we finished our record and then it's sort of been like a regrouping because uh, three of the, our four members had kids within the last year and a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're just sort of getting used to that new reality. New, yeah. yeah. New routine, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. okay. But the the cool thing about this project is because it's sort of our thing for us for fun. If if we take a little bit of time off, it's not. Uh, we're not pushing it too hard, you know what I mean? It's It still has to be fun, and it's not worth stressing out over. <laughs> Great. Okay, well, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with me today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.